I'm the son of your host, Ryan A. French, and my name is Talmage, and this is Apostolic Voice, the podcast. Today, my dad is going to talk about four problems preacher's kids face. This topic is something I can relate to as a preacher's kid, and we know it's a subject lots of people are interested in because for the last four years, the blog article called Four Problems Preacher's Kids Face at RyanAFrench.com has trended in the top 10 and has been downloaded over 10,000 times. I wanted to add what I faced as a preacher's kid, and maybe this will help other PKs. Number one, we often feel the embarrassment and the pressure to speak with people all the time. Number two, feeling self-conscious about our appearance and voice because we are in the spotlight more than other kids. Number three, sometimes preacher's kids feel inadequate and unimportant compared to their preacher father. I reminded dad that PKs are all unique people with their own set of needs, and they need to be recognized for who they are as a person. So, if you're a preacher, or a preacher's kid, or someone who loves the ministry and wants to be sensitive to their needs, this episode is for you. I feel passionate about the subject we're going to talk about today, Four Problems Preachers Kids Face, from the original article at RyanAndFrench.com. Proud of Talmadge, did an awesome job with the intro. I was reading through the article that I wrote almost four years ago now, which is hard to believe. I actually wrote it on Talmadge's seventh birthday. He's 11 now. And uh, I was reading it with Talmadge, and it was amazing because he really doesn't play with Legos much anymore. So that was kind of a strange feeling, kind of made me sad. Uh, my gradually balding head is mostly balding now. And my my nine-year-old daughter is now my 13-year-old going on 14-year-old daughter. And so it, it's just amazing to see how, how life changes. But one thing is still absolutely true about Talmadge and Julia. They're both second-generation preacher's kids and fifth-generation apostolic Pentecostals. So they have a tremendous legacy of faith and and standing for the word of God. And I'm very proud of them. They love the Lord. And I would never minimize the challenges that every child faces. I know we're focusing on preachers, kids today, all children, especially the world that we're living in right now. Kids just have challenges that are unimaginable. I thought I had challenges as a kid, but the digital age and all of the all of the things that are being pushed on our kids in schools and just through all forms of media you know the big bugaboo when i was a kid was television and it was terrible but now the internet is saturating our children with all kinds of wrong ideas and temptations and things that are just sometimes even sneaked into their consciousness And so parents have this tremendous challenge, responsibility, and privilege of helping their kids, whether they're a preacher's kid or not. Um, But being born into a preacher's home is a privilege. 
but it also has unique difficulties and problems that are specific to PKs. Yep, there's built-in advantages. There's there's good things. I'm certainly grateful to have been a PK and still be a PK. When I look at my childhood and even my adult life, there are unique aspects to it and challenges and difficulties that really only other PKs understand. So in the hopes of helping, or at the very least drawing some awareness to the issues, I want to list a few common PK problems below. Maybe this isn't uh, for every PK, or at least all four things I'm going to talk about may not apply to every PK, but at least one of them will at some point or in some way. So let's dive in. Number one, extreme feelings of loneliness and isolation. Because there are so few peers that can relate to the ministry lifestyle's unique challenges, PKs often feel lonely and isolated. They suffer in silence and, and many times they deal with unresolved emotional tension. They usually feel ashamed to voice these feelings to their parents because they don't want to hurt them or sound harsh towards the things of God they cherish so deeply. And they certainly don't want to talk to saints or friends about it because they don't want saints or friends to look in some adverse way towards the ministry. And so oftentimes, because PKs have hearts that want to protect the things of God, they feel like the loneliness or the isolation they're feeling is something they can't speak about. And so if, if you're a parent of a PK, if you're a PK, or if you're someone who loves a PK, encourage them to voice their feelings in, in of course, in a healthy way, and help combat loneliness and isolation. Let them know they're truly loved. They have genuine friendships that don't have agendas. They have genuine friendships that aren't trying to just somehow get wormed their way into the glass house. But people care about them for who they are and not just because of who their parents are or what their parents can do for them. Number two, bitterness towards saints. Bitterness towards saints. PK's parents are incredibly busy. Ministry isn't something you can just turn off. You don't get to punch a time clock and be done for the day. Saints often don't realize that the 10 minutes you just spent on the phone with them is only one of a series of hundreds of 10-minute phone calls that interrupted yet another family moment. Not to mention all the mandatory church events, bivocational ministry homes, many, many pastors and pastor's wives, are pastoring a church and working a secular job to make ends meet. This makes them uh, enormously busy. There are impromptu counseling sessions that weren't planned, you know, the after church counseling sessions, the before church counseling sessions, and mountains of prayerful study time that sequesters preachers away from their families. Meetings, administrative work, conferences, ministry-related travel, the busyness of life in general— it all just keeps pastors and their families overwhelmingly busy. That's just really the tip of the iceberg. And everyone in, in the world we live in today is extremely busy. And to top it all off, many people think that pastors and pastors' wives and pastors' homes have a very easy, slow-paced lifestyle, and nothing could be further from the truth. And no one knows it more than PKs do. Also, pastors' wives are unpaid workers. Let me say that again. Pastors' wives are unpaid workers with heavy loads of responsibility. 
They labor alongside their husbands, and although they're technically not on staff, they shoulder an immense amount of time-consuming work, and all of this can leave a PK feeling like everyone else is more important than them. Every need is more urgent than their need. Every crisis trumps their crisis. So, they retreat, and sometimes, sometimes, not always, but sometimes they grow bitter or jealous towards the people or the church in general who regularly pull their mom and dad away. If left unresolved, those feelings can morph into bitterness towards the church and or towards their mom and dad. It's not uncommon for kids to feel a level of bitterness towards their parents' job responsibilities. Just in general, all kids feel this sometimes because it keeps them busy and away from home. But when children start feeling that way about the place they're supposed to go for spiritual nourishment, real dangers are lurking. Watch for this. One of the ways you can help care for a pastoral family if you're a saint in the church is to value their time, to recognize that their time is valuable. If, if you see their kids waiting, if you see their kids in a, a long holding pattern before or after church, try to do something to alleviate that. Do something kind to the PK or maybe find a way to help alleviate the time that's being consumed uh, by the pastor and the family. Absolutely, absolutely honor their vacation time and their family time that's been designated and pray for them and care for them. And it does make a difference. Number three, PKs see the ugly underbelly of the church and saints. No matter how much, and I, I know I grew up in a preacher's home. I know all about this. No matter how much their parents tried to shield PKs from the worst aspects of a church, it is impossible to keep it all neatly hidden in a drawer. PKs see their parents attacked by saints and sinners alike. They see their parents disrespected by people they thought were respectable, and they have a front row seat to the tragic showing of every backslider's decline. And the older a PK gets, the more pronounced this becomes for them. Sadly, disgruntled saints will sometimes try to use a PK to get at their parents or cause a church rift. This is disgusting at best, but it's not unusual. PKs see their parents at their highest highs and their lowest lows. They see Elijah calling fire from heaven, and they see him running from Jezebel too. These are challenging scenarios for a child to process and a teenager to process and still love their church family as they should. Others may only see the public displays of respect for ministry, but PKs see the ugly moments when the masks come off and it can truly be disheartening to them. It can truly cause them to feel an anger towards church people in the church if people are not showing genuine love and respect. Number four, unrealistic expectations. PKs live under a different set of expectations than most kids, and it can go from one extreme to the other. On the one hand, Many people stereotype PKs as being troublemakers, spoiled rotten, or bratty. On the other hand, some people expect PKs to bypass their childhood entirely and act like miniature, perfectly mannered adults. PKs live in a glass house where their every move is under the watchful eye of curious people. Everything they say and everything they do is highly visible and scrutinized. The feeling of always being under a microscope can devolve into spiritual and emotional suffocation. Some PKs live under the overwhelming pressure to grow up and be in the ministry just like their parents. I'll never forget 
I was 11 years old when someone very seriously asked me if I knew Greek and Hebrew like my father. To complicate things even further, if PKs do feel called to the ministry, they face the all too familiar critical eye of a watching crowd. Will they be more anointed than their parents or less anointed than their parents? Will they be as talented as their parents or less capable than their parents? Some PKs balk at the emotional reality that some shoes just seem too big to feel. The bottom line though, is that preachers' kids are people too. Preachers' kids have to learn, grow, laugh, cry, win, lose, fail, fall, and get up just like every other kid. They have strengths and weaknesses. They have unique talents and special abilities distinct to them and to them alone. Some are called to pastoral ministry, while others aren't. They're not puppets to be used in an irreverent game of tug of war. They have a peculiar challenge and they have unique advantages at the same time. Saints who love the ministry will love PKs with grace, sensitivity, and understanding. And yes, your pastor and his wife will appreciate it more than words can express. skip this ad you still need to give apostolic voice five stars and a review on itunes also share episodes of this program on your socials and support with your money by going to www.anchor.fm slash apostolic voice slash support and if you don't me and my family will die of hunger and you will be a terrible human thank you i'm wishing i could see the finish line where it ends where it lands guess i lost my vision when the pain set in can I believe when I don't see? Can I really let this be out of my hands when it's out of my hands? This isn't what I choose, but it's where I'm finding you. When I'm broken and undone, your mercy has just begun. You overcome my doubt, your hands are reaching out. You hold me through the storm and I will fear. I can't look into the future, but I know where you've been, before me and after and always within. But can I believe when I don't see? Can I really let it out of my hands? Cause it's out of my hands. Oh, this isn't what I choose, but it's where I'm finding you. When I'm broken and undone, your mercy's just begun. You overcome my doubt, your hands are reaching out. You hold me through the storm, and I will fear no more. I'm not giving up, I'm giving in to what you've planned for your glory, and I will fear no more. called Four Problems. I'm the son, your host, Ryan French. Oh, wait, I failed already. I'm sorry, just keep going. Okay. Okay. 